We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The angels are always available to protect and deliver us if we just recognize that. I had a fellow write me a letter one time, and he said, Brother Caps, I've been listening to your teaching on angelic protection, and you can have what you say. And he said, I'd always said, if I get run over, I'll be hit from behind because I'm going to be driving fast enough to be a hit of everything. And he said, I got hit from behind by a gasoline truck or something, and it burned him, had a terrible wreck. And he said, I realize now, I'd set the thing up for the devil and lived out the reality of what he was saying. Well, I think we don't recognize sometimes that words that we speak as sort of a joke, I think you call them idle words, and that we're just joking and saying things. If you believe what you say, then you better really be careful about jokes, just saying things that are idle. I remember three or four Christmases ago, I was driving a pickup truck, and we were making jokes at lunch about the big truck. And I said, oh, yeah, I just have to be careful. I feel a bump and turn around and look, and I run over a sports car. Well, that was a dumb thing to say. And, you know, it's just all in the matter of joking. Well, after we had had our lunch and opened our gifts, we were leaving, and I backed out of the driveway in that truck. And I ran over one of the kids' sports cars with that truck. Now, that came to pass in less than an hour. And I'm telling you, I quickly repented and thanked God that I didn't do any more damage than I did. But, you know, if I hadn't have said those idle words, I probably would have paid attention to the angel saying, look, stop and look, look behind you. But we just throw these things out, and then we create that around us. Yeah. People think that, oh, I was just joking, jesting, or it's just a figure of speech. Well, you remember some of our friends one time, they came by, and the kids were playing out in front of the house on a swing or something. And one of them said, now, you watch and see, one of your kids going to get hurt. And it wasn't five minutes till one come in with his head laid open. The angels was probably there, but there was no assignment. Right. They said, well, we don't know why they won't hurt, but whatever they say, Scripture says they can have what they say, so yeah. they back off and let it happen, you know. Well, that's the reason that, of course, you've taught on what you say and confessing the Word for years, and I began to every morning say, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. You've given your angels charge over me. They bear me up in their hands, lest I dash my foot against a stone. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. And I'd quote the entire 91st Psalm. A thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I see and behold the reward of the wicked. And I mean, I confess that constantly. And several years ago, I was in Colorado, and we were getting ready to go to town, and I just felt impressed to pray. I didn't know exactly why. So I went off in the field and started praying in the Spirit. And, of course, I've always confessed the word, you know, since I had knowledge of it about no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Anyway, the three of us uh, got into the car, three of us girls. We got in the front seat of the car, and this was before the seatbelt laws. So we were sitting there with no seatbelts on in this car. It was dark. We were headed into town, coming up over hills in the country, no lights. And 
we came over the top of a hill 55 or 60 miles an hour and there was a feedlot and the steers had escaped the feedlot and were standing in the middle of the road. Well, they were black. It was dark. We couldn't see them. And our car plowed into those steers there. I don't know that we even hit the brakes. And I'm telling you, it was the strangest feeling I've ever had because you expect, you know, to suddenly go to a stop from 55 or 60 miles an hour. That's going to throw you into the windshield. The sensation I had is I just slowly slid forward in my seat, maybe two inches, in slow motion. I felt like there were pillows all around me. And then we came to a stop. And the car was totaled. And none of us, we weren't hurt. And I, I knew that the angels had protected us. Well, I was concerned that there was another vehicle could come over the top of the hill and plow into the car and all the mess there. So I went up the hill and my friends went down the hill to try to stop traffic. About that time, I heard the sound of an 18-wheeler coming from my direction. I thought, oh, Lord, this guy is moving. I could hear him rumbling, you know, just boom, 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 boom. And I said, oh, Lord, please help me get this guy to stop before he plows into this. And so I turned quickly and looked down the hill. And I could see that a car had stopped maybe a half mile, quarter mile down the road. And so I could see just the outline of the wrecked car. And I saw someone lean over the front where the hood was smashed up to the windshield. I saw someone lean over and do something, and all of a sudden the taillights of the car came on. The inside lights of the car came on. We weren't able to get these lights on at all. And I thank God. I wonder how they got somebody to do that, you know. The, about that time, the 18-wheeler came over the top of the hill, hit his brakes, went off the side of the road, avoided the wreck, so I thought, well, thank you, Jesus. That was close. A few minutes later, my friends came up, and I said, how did y'all know to do that to fix the car? And they gave me this blank look, like a cow at a new gate, like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I saw somebody bend over and reconnect those wires or whatever because I could see their shadow, the outline. And they looked at me, and they said, we thought you did that. <laughs> There was no one else around. And I know that that was an angel that did that. So they were available. And I had confessed the word. I had declared their protection, and they were there for us. They absolutely have an assignment when you keep the word of God in your mouth. Now, you remember in Dallas, Texas, several years ago when you all had the dress shop. You was out to a Paramark. And I was coming down the freeway, praying in the Spirit, I've been confessing the word, you know, and I turned off this exit right there at the Paramore. Well, I was going to shoot right across that lateral road that I was going to cross, just going to go right straight across and go into the Paramore. Well, I started to do that, and somebody came up there to turn out and pull and block the inlet where I couldn't go into Paramore. Well, there wasn't anything I could do but stop, and I stopped real quick, and there was a guy behind me, two guys, and they had a brand new car, and the guy that didn't own it was driving it. He was letting him drive his new car, and they was doing about 60 mile an hour. And they hit me in the back of uh, that car doing 60 mile an hour, and me sitting still. The gas tank ruptured, gas went everywhere, and it felt like pillows all around me. And I think I had my seatbelt on, but it just kind of floated around a little bit, and it's slow motion, and it's over. And... I get out and look around, there's gas running everywhere, no fire, amazing. And none of the other guys were hurt. 
and There's mom no, and I were standing there in the parking lot and saw yeah, it happen, and we were, we were throwing our packages in the air going, Jesus, Jesus, and running. <laughs> because it was bad. It looked very bad. But now, this is the deliverance that is being referred to here in the second chapter of Hebrews. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to these things, lest at any time we should let them slip. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? And the subject matter there is angels. Deliverance by the ministry of angels. But if you don't believe in the ministry of angels, you probably won't have any. Very little, if any, uh, unless somebody else prays it on you. But it's amazing what is available to us today, no less than it was to Elisha, to Peter and the ones of the New Testament, the Apostle Paul and all of them. They were praying at midnight, you know, and an earthquake happened, and an angel shook that place. But so many people don't believe in it. They just go on talking all this doubt and unbelief, and, well, it'll always happen. Every time I do this, something bad will happen. And the angels don't know why they want it to happen. But your words activate angels, or it can bind the angels what they can do. Well, I think one of the reasons it's hard for people to believe is just as we've talked before, this is a different realm. These angels aren't often manifest to where you see them right. in human form or what you would call a human body type form, but they can manifest that They're way. Fast. They are very fast. It's like we talked about the propeller on an airplane. That propeller is moving so rapidly that you can't see it. You can see right through it. And the angels oftentimes... I have seen what I believe were glimpses of angels where it was just like a wisp. It was kind of like the airplane propeller turning so fast. You can sort of see an outline. Mm -hmm. And they are in that realm, and we most definitely need help in this physical realm from the spiritual realm. And the realm where they operate is activated by faith and by your words. I want to read the Old Testament here in Exodus, 23rd chapter, 21st. God said, Behold, I send an angel before thee, he was talking to Israel, to keep thee in the way and bring thee to the place that I've prepared. In other words, the promised land. So he sent an angel, and it was the angel of the Lord, evidently, and says, Beware of him, obey his voice, provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression. In other words, you transgress the law, and you say something that is detrimental or something negative, they won't pardon that. They'll back off and let it happen. But he said, Beware of him, obey his voice, provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. But if thou wilt indeed obey his voice... Now, if an angel reveals something to you, he'll reveal something about the word or something to keep you out of trouble, not how to get you in trouble. He says, Obey his voice, if thou wilt indeed obey his voice, do all that I speak. I will be an enemy to thine enemy and an adversary to thine adversaries. For my angel shall go before thee and bring thee into the Amorites, the Persavites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, the Demonites, the Devilites, and he just put it all in there. In other words, they will give you sure victory. But he said they won't forgive you. They won't let you off. And don't provoke them. Don't provoke them. Now, Balaam provoked an angel and almost lost his head over the deal. That angel swinging that sword, I mean, if he hadn't a ducked, he'd have got him for sure. But it hadn't been for that donkey. That donkey had more spiritual perception than Balaam did. But anyway, the angels have a job to do, but we're the ones that keep the word in our mouth to give them an assignment. 
They hearken to the voice of God's Word. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, today we have the book on angels. It's offer number 2511, and it's $7 plus $3 for shipping and handling. And this has uh, a little over 200 pages in it. It's written by myself and my father. I think you'll find it a very interesting book. It's important to get this information because we've had so many people write and say, you know, after I found out about the ministry of angels, it was easier for me to believe for. You know, you can't believe if you don't have knowledge of it. So it's important to know that there is a ministry of angels. And so many of them will write back and say, here's what happened to me in a certain situation. And they're just so thrilled that they found out that the ministry of angels didn't go away with the Old Testament <laughs> or with the church in the New Testament. I mean, we're still the church, and this is still God's Word. So it's still available today. And when people go through the scriptures, it kind of paints an image of the fact that they have angelic help when they need it. Also, I have a DVD that was recorded while we were teaching on the ministry of angels at a church. I was speaking on how to put your angels to work for you. And that is a single DVD. It's offer number 2704, and it's $12 plus $4 for the postage and handling. Our toll-free number is one 877 or you can go to our website and look at our bookstore at www.charlescaps.com. So those are our offers for the day. All right. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.